seven tips about olive oil. Well, not just olive oil, but all kinds of oils. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollarsavingdivascbus and share your comments. Okay, Talena, I love this one. Striking yeah, oil. Yeah, I'm excited to go I this one too. I mean, there, there are so many oils. And actually, yesterday, I was shopping and I needed to get truffle oil. And truffle oil is really expensive. And it's a teeny tiny little bottle. But Gil wants, yeah. wants to make white pizza and you have to use truffle oil. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get that $10 bottle of the size of a nail polish bottle okay why does does oil make food taste better okay this is you know and i use oil i don't really use much butter at all some oils taste good on their own i don't think i'd take it but you know some people actually do that they take like a tablespoon of of oil like every day did you know that people Um, actually do that i've heard yeah well, yeah, I've heard I, that. <laughs> I, I, I would not be one of those people. It really has to be good oil, though. I don't know. Is it good for your hair? But I guess you need to put it on your hair. Oil assists in evenly and efficiently transferring heat to food, whether you're roasting, deep frying, or sauteing. In the process, the food browns, which develops and amplifies the flavors, and some of the water exits creating a crisp outer shell that can help keep the interior tender. I guess that's when we're, we're deep frying those chicken tenders. Any, any, any heat is going to make the water exit. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you boil water, it just evaporates. It's going to evaporate. Yeah, okay. So I like this one, though. You guys t- know your terms. Okay, now what is, what is their terms? Oil is oil, isn't it? <laughs> Apparently not. The price and characteristics of any particular oil are determined by the plant source, but also by the extrash, extraction method. Understanding the way. Right, I can't talk this morning. <laughs> I should have had a second cup of coffee. That's what we should do a uh, topic on is coffee making. Um, oh, extraction method. Understanding the way the oil is produced will help you predict how it tastes and behaves. All right. If the bottle put it in the corner. Right. If the bottle doesn't specify 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 that oil was probably chemically refined, the plant matter was crushed, washed in a chemical solvent, heated and filtered to produce a pure flavorless oil with a long shelf life and a high tolerance for heat. Those are the least expensive oils. So I'm going to guess your canola oil, vegetable oil, those kind of things. Right. If an oil is extracted under intense pressure with no heat or chemicals involved, it's labeled cold pressed. The finished product is flavorful, flavorful, heat sensitive, quick to go bad, and often pricey. So something like extra virgin olive oil is like this, cold pressed. And then the last one they have here is... Oils advertised as expeller pressed. I've never even heard of that. I haven't either. Fall somewhere in between. They're pressed rather than chemically extracted, but but because the process involves heat, they're less likely to go rancid than cold pressed. Is it like stomping on grapes? (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know what? Something my sister told me years ago, and I, I... 
think she has a point because I've been trying it ever since. So people who dip bread in olive oil, it's oh, extra yeah. virgin olive oil that you want to do that with. Right. But don't cook in your um, nonstick pans, those, you know, dark coated pans. Don't put extra virgin olive oil in those pans. It tends to ruin the surface. Oh, now this isn't anything I've read. This is just from own personal experience. Experience. So I just use regular olive oil for cooking, but extra virgin olive oil for any actual food dipping kind of things. Oh my Lord. We have so many, my husband makes me buy so many different oils and oh, I'm really? like, and, and they do go bad, so you don't, you know, but I grew up, my mom, um, and I used to work for a health, at a health food store, I um, used safflower oil and sunflower oil. Wait, sapphire and safflower? Safflower sunflower. and sunflower. Because <laughs> they can be made, I mean, oils can be made from seeds, they can be made from fruits. Yeah. Obviously, like the olive oils, they can be made from vegetables, like, you know, peanut oil and, and right. tree nuts, like walnuts and almond, almonds, and then vegetable oils. Like, well, I read recently vegetable oil really is not vegetables. It's not as healthy as people think from the term vegetable oil. It's actually all just a lot of chemicals. All I really use is pretty much I use olive oil. I mean... And we yeah, use, like, we're doing oriental things, sesame oil, right. and then the truffle oil. But, you know, you've got to use them or they, they do go bad. And then it's the hot or not hot. I think that a simple way to divide up the very complicated world of cooking oil into three buckets. Low to no heat, which is things you make your sauces, your dressings, your drizzles. And then medium heat, which is sauteing, searing, baking, and roasting, which makes sense. Or right. high heat, which is deep frying or pan frying or stir frying. So those all those all make a lot of sense. Um, I also, you know, and I think, you know, the low heat, I mean, it's all pretty simple. Like they were talking about, that's the truffle oil. It's, you know, it's a teeny tiny little bottle. It's right. got a really high price. Um, and then... The the sautéing things is I don't do a I don't use a lot of oil in anything I do, just some oil. But that fry daddy, you got to use a big old thing of of oil. But the thing is, if you use things like panko versus flour or breading things, it's a lot healthier. And you're just and you're not putting it in those deep fryers for for very long either. So and that's one of those things where you can use the sapphire oil or refined peanut or vegetable um, oil. So I thought that was rather interesting. I haven't yeah. used walnut oil. Have you used walnut oil? I before? have not. It looks oh. like a, the look of the image here that they have for the can of the walnut oil. It looks like tarnish. Let's have some of this. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now, talk, talk about emulsification. See, I always give you the things that have the really big you word. You do. You're really testing me this morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard that oil and water don't mix. But well, if you break them into billions of tiny droplets, you can force them into a thick emulsion. Think aioli, vinaigrette, hollandaise. Oh, I like all those. Uh, yeah. Mm. A third keeping ingredient like mustard or egg yolk will stabilize the precarious relationship. Practice Ooh. by making mayonnaise. Have you ever made homemade mayonnaise? No, and I have no desire to. I tried one or twice. Yeah, that's is it. You're using the egg yolk thing, and then the, oh no, yeah, it's, I it's really in the whisking. 
and just and waiting for it to break I down. I don't even use that much mayonnaise to begin with, so I just get light mayonnaise. I mean, so to yeah. me, the whole idea of mayonnaise is you have the egg yolks, you have the lemon or the the salt and the the oil, and it's supposed to be fatty. So anything light like that sounds. Well, and I just don't use that much. So like, what are they putting in there to make it light? I don't know. That's exactly, <laughs> That's exactly my yeah. point. Well, but if I don't use very much. I don't know. Okay. That emulsification thing. Okay. Okay. Vegetable oil is for frying. Well, we talked about, you know, maybe not vegetable oil is not vegetable. So, but that picture on this thing, doesn't that look good? We're looking at no. this picture and it, it looks, looks crunchy. They look really good. And those are well, vegetable oil. Here we go. Vegetable oil is for frying. So this is going to fall into the high heat one we were just talking about yeah. a moment ago. When we yeah. break out the heavy pot to make you and the words with me this morning, shingaras, S-H-I-N-G-A-R-A-A-S. I mean, I make them all the time. And other deep fried delights. <laughs> the, oil we, <laughs> the oil we reach for is generic vegetable. A blend of natural refined oils, it can handle sustained high temperatures without degrading, has zero flavor, and perhaps most important, it's more affordable than the many alternatives. It has no flavor. <laughs> well, because you're just frying it, that's why. Save the organic single plant neutral oils like safflower and grapeseed for sauces and dressings. So I guess they're saying here it's, it's neutral refined oils. But refined oils, I don't know. Whatever no. I read a while ago made it sound like vegetable oil was really bad for you. And it has well, a lot of chemicals in it. I might I remember what's that other oil? Canola oil? Canola, yeah. What's that? Is that from corn? Is that from corn? Should I Google it right now? Oh <laughs> uh, no, because I don't I'm just gonna go downstairs and throw away all those other oils that didn't cost me a million dollars. Okay. <laughs> now I, I do this, you know, on the side of of packages and they say you can use oil or butter. Yeah, applesauce. Yeah, apple mm -hmm. Oh yeah, good replacement. Um yeah. oil makes case cakes more moist, which I think is smart. Yeah, and it says what's oil got over butter? Butter's an emulsion containing about 80% fat, 5% milk solids, and 15% water. The water can strengthen the water really yeah, that water can strengthen the gluten in the flour, making for denser, tougher cakes. Our friend oil is a hundred. Our friend, our best friend oil, is a hundred percent fat, and because it's liquid at room temperature, brings unparalleled plushness to seal the deal. Oh, there's no, a word I haven't heard of. No creaming required, and and I have heard that. Then you also heard that, so you can use the the oil, but some people actually put oil on top of their cake after it's baked. I would have no desire to do that. Well, I, you mean as a normal thing or as part of a regular recipe that this is what it calls for to do? Well, they said- Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, but some people drizzle more olive oil on top, which uh, I would not be doing. Italian. Yeah, I, I, I and I'm telling you, no, I'm not that Italian. Okay, and like we all know, oil does get rancid, so you've got to keep it in a, you know, to extend life, store it in glass, uh, preferably in opaque uh, jars in a cool, dark place away from the stove. I have, I have a couple that I use all the time out, but 
my olive oils and all those, they're up in the pantry um, in the dark. And then this I didn't know. Tuck oils made from nuts and seeds, which are typically unrefined in the refrigerator. I never thought about that. And take a whiff of any. And if you think it's waxy fishy or just plain off, it's rancid. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Unless if you want fish oil, maybe you just made yourself some fish oil. <laughs> you just made some fish oil. Ooh, that's gross. Okay, well, now that we know everything to do with, well, you want to come over and use my fry, fry daddy and we'll... we'll oh, that sounds fun. Doesn't that sound fun? Okay, yeah. let's do that.